and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Every day we stand in an epic spiritual battle between good and evil, and safety is of the Lord. This is Truth Dealer Radio. Warning believers to wake up and be sober, encouraging believers to stand on the Word of God, and motivating believers to be truth dealers with a bold witness for Jesus Christ in these end times. And now the host of Truth Dealer Radio, Brian Moonen. It's Truth O'Clock. Praise God. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio, where no matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. I'm Brian Moonen, and I'm asking you to wake up and join the battle for truth. The truth is God's word, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart, Hebrews 4.12. On today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you little excerpts from an interview I recently did with Talk Revival Radio out of Great Britain, and I was interviewed by British evangelist Jonathan England, who was also known as the ukulele evangelist. He started preaching while a teenager back in 1992. Actively ministering since 1992, he has preached around England and as far afield as the United States. Jonathan seeks to warn and educate the church on the serious issues that it faces, and he stands to oppose those who seek to destroy it. He does seminars, concerts, and events around the country, touching on politics, creationism, eschatology, and the Bible, confirming that its message of salvation can be trusted and its warnings heeded. Alongside preaching and teaching, he also has a music ministry singing and playing the ukulele or the banjo and he likes to inject some comedy also sometimes. So their show is called Talk Revival Radio. Talk Revival Radio podcast was created to highlight the desperate need for revival and those who are doing something about it. In the show, we discuss current issues from a Christian perspective, have our own old-time radio-style Christian comedy section, and regularly interview some of the leading names of people who are making a true stand for the Lord. The show is available on a wide variety of platforms such as Tuned In Digital Radio app, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher FM, and more. And their website is talkrevivalradio.org. So without much more talk, I'm going to get to the interview. So it was a pleasure to have Brian on the show. So let's go to that interview now. So on this episode of Talk Revival Radio, we have with us Brian Moonen of KJV Prepper. Brian, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Praise God. Okay, so first of all, um, what circumstances, Brian, led you to becoming saved? What's the background to that? Well, obviously God's grace uh, led me to becoming saved. Um, We're saved by grace and not of works, lest any man should boast. And the Lord humbled me in many different ways. Um, As I was growing up, I... I guess you can say I believed in God. Mm -hmm. I was not, I was not raised in an atheist family or anything like that, but I did not know the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, I, so consequently I lived 
I was dead in my sins, as we all remember. So I was lost, and I got into a lot of drinking to deal with the pains of life and different circumstances going on. Um, none of that is an excuse. I'm just saying that, you know, that's what happens in life. And a lot of times people, the devil deceives us into kind of going into a self-destruct mode. And what we think is going to help us with our pain actually brings more pain. It's the deception of Satan. And like the Bible says, the uh, Man has his ways, but they lead to death. And yep. so wages of sin is death. So I was slowly killing myself um, by drinking and other things. And and uh, it was in the hitting bottom that God had reached down and saved me, lift me up out of the mire, as it says, and saved my soul. And the, the, the servants the saints that God used to reach me with his word um, was kind of interesting physical circumstances there with my father-in-law after I met my wife and we were saved. Mm -hmm. um, he came up to visit us and he was like a cowboy kind of a Christian. He came up here with guns blazing. <laughs> his testimony was amazing. So he was very intentional about sharing his faith. Praise God. And he came up here to New York State. He came up from Florida to visit us and he stayed with us. And he brought all kinds of um, really cool like videos. Ironically, it was a supernatural. Uh, my memory of that was God was using those to open my eyes. It was a hundred percent. All the seeds were planted, um, starting right away, right with that. And, um, I paid such close attention to those videos. They were about creation and evolution. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't remember who produced the videos and I believed everything on the video was God was just allowing me to believe that truth and receive it. And then he showed us some other videos that had the gospel. Mm-hmm. And they were very um, fire and brimstone kind of sermons. And I had never really heard anything like that growing up or in my other travels. But we heard that loud and clear. And I remember we were, we were emotional hearing that. And, um, you know, emotions don't save you but definitely seeds were planted and watered there and something began i believe that um, god was drawing us at that point and then it was actually a few years later when i repented and believed the gospel and god saved my soul he took away my addiction mm -hmm. right away which was a miracle salvation is a miracle all 100 percent of god obviously anyway but i mean sometimes people have god does things for people right off the bat sometimes. And thank God he did that for me because uh, I think he knew that was something that I needed him to do. Mm -hmm. um, and it helped me to further believe. And, and it's part of my testimony now. So he took away my alcohol addiction as soon as I was saved. And that was in October of 2004. Wow. So thank <laughs> God and praise God. And, and Brian, did you find that the people welcomed the change in you, or did you fe face immediate opposition? Well, <laughs> hmm. 
you might be able to guess the answer to that. Um, <laughs> might be a leading question that one. Well, yeah. the, you know, there may be we are we might all have the same answer to that. Um, at first, I didn't just cut off all of my, you know. Obviously, your family is your family. You don't pick your family. Yeah. <laughs> you choose your friends. But aside from my wife, who was also saved, thank God. Mm-hmm. Um, most of them, many of them, I remember one family member who's passed away now, um, accusatorily and angrily was um, yelling at me, why are you so different? Why have you changed so much? And it was, um, it was uh, pretty intense um, sometimes. And I didn't always have the perfect answer to give them, but they all knew that Jesus Christ was now my Lord and my savior. And that, that was the reason they didn't understand it. But so most of those people, I never, you know, I stopped hanging around and, um, the whole life changed, you know, everything, um, going for passing from death to life. And you run a Christian apparel business. What part of the country is your uh, Christian apparel business based in Brian? We are in upstate New York, New York State is mostly composed of beautiful farmlands and mountains, the Adirondack Mountains and um, trails where you can go hiking and beautiful farms with cows and people, you know, producing milk and cheese and everything you can think of and lakes and rivers. And then down at the bottom of the state is where New York City is. We're um, centrally located, kind of right in the middle of the state in Rome, New York. Okay. Okay. So what inspired you to start a a Christian clothing business? Did you sort of wake up one morning and and think, Oh, I'd like to start a Christian clothing business or was it a, uh, you know, a a gradual thing? What inspired you? Well, I believe the Holy spirit inspired me. Um, I know that's, I believe that the Lord led me to do it, but um, the circumstances around it were that I had been um, involved in ministry for about three years making videos on YouTube. Mm. And I, there's no easy way to put it really, but um, I yeah. grew tired of doing that because um, not because I thought I didn't have anything else to say, but people were following me too closely. Mm-hmm. And I began to perceive that this was not good. And the biggest way I could help them not to follow me was to stop putting out videos and you know i it it is very hard to produce videos back to back too and i made a a great deal of videos they're all still on there i didn't take them down or anything but uh, and people still find them lord willing they could be helped by them um also i just felt the lord was leading me to do something that was more tactical and more analog planting seeds other ways when i was doing the videos i was i was also i was i started to make gospel tracks and have them produced by the thousands and i had been sending them around the world free and if someone wanted to donate they can donate and we still do that but then i i was also just feeling led to i wanted to make something and and offer it to God's people, um, a new way to just keep spreading the the word of God. And I wanted to see the word of God on apparel. And I wanted to see apparel that was not cute or 
um, trivial and based on, you know, like instead of Reese's pieces, it's Jesus pieces or something. And I, I, I despise that. I'm sorry. I don't know yeah. who, who did that or whatever, but I think, you know, the kind of shirt I'm talking about. Yeah. I wanted to make something more holy, really just more, uh, no leaven. I just wanted the word of God with a, if it's a cool looking design, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with having it eye catching and, and, um, colorful or something, but I just wanted it to be God's word on there mm -hmm. and see if people wanted it. Also, we use the King James Bible for our scripture, and that's another thing that's harder to find. So yeah. it's not exactly something that I thought was going to immediately fly out the shelves. It's a niche, and it's something that I felt that I wanted. You know, I kind of wanted to make it for myself. And I'm a graphic designer. That is what I went to school for, along with video production. But the Lord just started giving me ideas for designs, and I started making these designs, and, and then I knew these are intended to go on shirts. And so I started to research it, and the more I researched it, I realized, you know, I can invest in these things, and I can do this right here. Mm -hmm. So I turned my garage into a workshop, and the rest is history now. <laughs> we've, <laughs> we've sent out thousands of items, uh, including over to your you know, side of the pond, as they say, and yep. um, all around the world, thank God. And we still continue to send out gospel tracts. And I like to point out to people and make sure they understand Christian apparel is, first of all, it's not, it's not a test of whether or not you're a good Christian or you have, do you wear Christian shirts? And it's not what it's about. Some people want to, mm -hmm. and I want to provide something serious for them something that will challenge the lost when they see it and something that will encourage believers when we see it. Um, because we see an awful lot of evil garbage on shirts and, and hats these days. So then secondly, it's not a substitution for street preaching or handing out gospel tracts or listening to sermons or anything. It's, it's not intended for that. This is just another way to plant seeds. And, yeah. you know, you don't know who's going to see that shirt. It could be somebody that's on their way home to go kill themselves. And they might see, you know, I am the way, the truth, and the life. John uh, 14, 6. And it challenges people. God's word is alive, right? God's word is pow more powerful than any two-edged sword. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So we want to get his word out into the highways and into the byways and out where people can see. And also to see, you know, that we're not ashamed of the gospel. We're, we don't want to hide and, and be, there's so much censorship now. So it's another reason I'm glad I'm get got away from YouTube and I'm doing something a little more, it's going to be more relevant. They just keep censoring and censoring. So, yeah. Yeah. It, it's a massive problem, censorship at the, the moment. So yeah, it sounds like a smart move. And, and do you find that people who wear your clothing range or, or yourself find that it triggers the unsaved in a positive way, i.e. it makes a good witnessing opportunity. People start asking questions like, well, why are you wearing that? What does that mean? Have you found that? Have you had that sort of feedback? Wow, that's a good question. The reactions you can get are as versatile as every individual person that's out there. And nothing is random. So what you know and I know is that we're in a spiritual battle. Mm -hmm. So we're on a battlefield no matter where we are whether it's in your home, out on the street, 
standing in line at the store and on a bus, wherever it is, in an airport, um, even at church. <laughs> it's yeah. a spiritual, spiritual battle. So your reactions are going to be various. Um, I have had one, one time we went on a business trip and we don't often go to bigger cities, but we were in a, a city larger than ours. And I was actually kind of shocked. I was getting way more negative reactions and just dirty looks. And all I was wearing was my shirt that says, be sober. Yeah. Be vigilant. And just the word sober is in big white letters. And just that word challenged people. I, I could see it in their eyes that they, they just hated the idea. And then seeing it was challenging them, convicting them. And so I was a little bit, I remember mentioning it to my wife, you know, it seemed like uh, it was bringing the battle up. There's a lot of customers have written to me also and said that, you know, it, it's helped to open up conversations. Um, I know that's true also for myself. And, you know, when you're willing to speak for God, God will open those doors and he will provide those circumstances. Mm-hmm. And, and for instance, with the gospel tracks and for people, if anyone doesn't know what they are, they're, they're like a card laminated kind of cards and they have a message on the back that gives the gospel They're easy, very easy to hand out to people. And when they leave your presence, they have the truth and what they do with it is between them and God. So the fact that when you're willing to give people the truth and when you're willing to stand up for the Lord and they see that you have the answers or they see that you believe in something, they are likely to ask you about it. Yeah. And or maybe they're likely to listen to you and take something from you. They see that you're not a lukewarm individual or just a, you're, you're really standing up for what you believe in. And yeah. they, as I said before, though, I'm not trying to set that up as a benchmark for being a, a strong Christian or something. I'm just saying that when somebody yeah. sees you wearing that shirt, that's probably what they're going to think is maybe they'll even think, well, this guy's a uh, radical. This guy's crazy. Yeah. And that's what they think anyways. But um, might as well cut through the red tape there yeah. <laughs> and let them know. But um, it's not for everybody. I understand that. But we're providing something that, um, for instance, one shirt says Romans one sixteen, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Yeah. And people get convicted when they see that. In, in fact, I was going to ask you, for those people that perhaps haven't heard of your clothing range or seen it, can you go through the sorts of items that you have on offer? Now, I know this is radio, so you're going to have to sort of... Can you describe the sort of range of clothing that you have? Well, we have T-shirts, short sleeve and long sleeve. We have, we call them hoodies here in the U- United States. Um, some people call them sweaters. You know, it's like a, yep. a, a hooded sweatshirt. We have jackets. Some of them are embroidered locally by a Christian sister in Christ here in in the area and everything else I print here in the workshop um, with phthalate free ink. Mm-hmm. We also, we also have hats. We have gear too. We have some coffee mugs and things like that. But the most important thing is that um, we do have the gospel tracks and they're very affordable. You can get hundreds of those for pretty, pretty low price, but with the apparel, we try to offer a range too of the quality. There's, there's some that are just kind of the general kind, very affordable. I try to keep the, keep them affordable. And then I have some higher quality ones also in there. 
Yep. Some of them are uh, made in the USA, and so they're a little costlier. And then we have some other things that are, um, for instance, like Carhartt um, brands like that. And and I um, put the designs on those, and they're really uh, quality gear. So there's a range as far as um, a price range also. It's it's challenging. Mm-hmm. It's very challenging work. And can you tell me a bit about the, the prepper side of KJV prepper? Now, the KJV side, obviously, is about you know what I think is the best translation of the Bible, the KJV. And, but are you a prepper as in preparedness or prepared spiritually or, or both? Yeah. What's the prepper side? Well, when I was formulating the trying to think up an idea really for the brand, that was the first idea that I had really was, I don't like to be unprepared. Yep. Um, so as a younger person, I used to like to watch um, MacGyver. And of oh, course, yeah. he always had his, uh, his Swiss Army knife and he could do just about anything with it and make the most out of what he had. And it's not that I'm not a quote unquote prepper, but I'm not what you see. I wouldn't be the kind of person you see on TV, you know, going going overboard with it. We believe God provides and we also believe that God shows, you know, a prudent man foreseeth the danger and he hideth himself, you know, so you can see the the writing on the wall, so to speak. Maybe yeah. you do want to be prepared in case the power goes out or in case you need some water or food or something. There's nothing wrong with that, mm. but we don't take it. That's not really what our site is about. But I do take the idea of we're warning the lost so that they can be spiritually prepared. It doesn't matter if you have a thousand uh, bottles of water or you know, a bunch of dry food and everything. That's great. It's not going to help you when you face God. You need to know that you've been born again. You need to face God on judgment day. And more importantly, you need to face him before judgment day. You need to repent and believe the gospel. They need to be challenged to find out if they're spiritually prepared or not. And if you're prepared, you know, when we pack to go on a trip, we prepare. You got to get your reservations. You got to pack. Nobody's preparing to meet Jesus Christ and he's coming soon. And yep. this is what it's about. This is why. Um, so it's kind of a twist on words, a play on words a little bit, but in the, in the marketing and the branding aspect, advertising aspect, we, we do kind of try to bring into it kind of, um, I wouldn't say military, but kind of like, you know, the guys you see them, they'll have a backpack or something. It looks like they're out, they're doing something mm-hmm. um, adventurous and they're active and, involved in some kind of a uh, operation or something <laughs> yeah you know so it, it's just um it, it's tying in the the physical ideas that people are used to and yeah. like jesus used to do he used to he would be at the well and he was talking to the woman and he he tied in what was going on with her surroundings and he put a spiritual face on it he yeah. made her think about the living water that she can only get through him mm-hmm. because he is the son of God and he's the only way to have your sins forgiven. And I would just like to say really quick to um, bringing the gospel into it. Anybody yeah. who doesn't know the Lord, Jesus Christ died for your sins. He died for our sins on the cross and he was buried and he rose again on the third day. And if you put your faith and trust in him, he will save your soul. He'll make you a new creature in Christ. And it's a free gift and he's offering that gift to you. And it doesn't matter how bad you've been or how much of a wretch you think you are. You are, we all are, Mm. we all were. So 
Um, and, you know, you, we need to humble ourselves and realize that um, without Jesus Christ, there is no forgiveness of sin. So you can go to him anytime. You can pray and talk to him anytime. And he's there waiting to hear from you. He's waiting to forgive you. So I just wanted to tell people, make sure they know him. Amen. Yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. Um, you also, Brian, you've got your own podcast. Can you tell our audience a little bit about your own show? Well, it's called Truth Dealer Radio. Um, my goal is to encourage believers mm. in Christ and encourage them to read and study and encourage them to share the gospel. And also the main goal, obviously, is to publish God's word and to obey God in publishing the gospel and that he can continue to draw sinners to his son, Jesus Christ, the way he drew, uh, drew me and saved me. So before I was saved, I had uh, heard people on the radio. I forgot to mention that, but I had yeah. heard, I had heard um, several preachers while I was out delivering, I used to deliver meals on wheels to the elderly and I would have these shows on. This was after my father-in-law came up. God started this whole chain reaction of um, just pumping me full of truth. Mm. And a lot of it I heard when I was, I was on hearing it on the radio. So I know people hear it on the radio. Somebody yeah. is out there. Somebody's listening. So I was encouraged now that I'm on there. It's really um, just a blessing to know that God can use that. It doesn't matter who you are. You know, you know, you just need to put it into God's hands one day at a time. Let him use your talents wherever you are. You don't have to be super skilled in any big fancy thing. Wherever you are, he can use you. Mm. So, yeah. yes, it's his work. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen, Brian. Now to hear the full interview, you can go to talkrevivalradio.org. And as I mentioned, it's also available on other platforms, Podbean, Tuned In Digital Radio app, Spotify, Stitcher FM, and others. Thanks again to Jonathan England and Talk Revival Radio for having me on their show. And thank you for listening. Hope you tune in again next time. God bless you all. Be strong. Truth Dealer Radio. No matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. TruthDealerRadio.com You keep talking about Jesus. Some folks out there just might be listening. Truth Dealer Radio is listener supported. If you are led to support this ministry, there is a way to do that at truthdealer-radio.com. Most of you know that I love great coffee. Recently, I made a discovery right here in my hometown of Rome, New York. Broaster's Coffee Company, specializing in single-origin, organic, fair-trade, small-batch coffee. My favorite dark roast is the Nicaraguan. When you use the promo code TRUTH, you will receive 10% off your online purchase at thebroasters.com. T-H-E-B-R-O-A-S-T-E-R-S.com. Broaster's Coffee Company. Hashtag Roasted in Rome. KJVPrepper.com Christian t-shirts, hoodies, hats, and gospel tracks with the powerful gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Striking at the evil heart of the satanic end times culture in which we are living. That's why KJV Prepper Christian shirts are worn to worn. 
All designs are original and all apparel is printed here in beautiful upstate New York. KJVPrepper.com Christian Apparel. Worn to worn. Did you know that Big Apple Music has been in business for over 40 years? They have a great selection of guitars, amps, drums, keyboards, digital pianos, and much more. Did you also know that they offer music lessons right here locally, and they rent instruments? Their experienced staff can also repair instruments and sound systems. Located on Seneca Turnpike in New Hartford. Open Monday through Friday, 9 to 9, and Saturday, 9 to 6. That's Big Apple Music, Seneca Turnpike in New Hartford. 